Today is the Feast of the Epiphany, and Epiphany means to manifest, that Jesus was manifested as Lord, as King. And so today, I'm going to manifest to you why I preached for so many weeks about following the wise men. What was the idea behind the stars and the start and the journey and the encounter? Kind of like when Jesus told the parable of the sower who went out to sow and sowed on rocky ground and on the path and among weeds and then on the good soil. And then later his disciples said, what did you mean by all that? Well, here's my attempt at what did I mean by all that? The idea was to start our liturgical year with a reflection on faith. And each one of those weeks of preaching was a different essential element of how we grow in our life of faith. That the noticing of the stars is tied to God's revelation to us. That the start of the journey is all about conversion that we are called to continually. That the journey is the idea that we understand ourselves as Christians as pilgrims, that we're on a pilgrimage. And then finally, the encounter is the transformation that God wants for us by His grace in our life. Each one of these are essential elements to growing in faith that we go through repeatedly throughout our life and sometimes get hung up on one or the other for various reasons. The stars and God's revelation. God continually strives to reveal himself to us. He has perfectly revealed himself in his son, Jesus Christ, but the church since her existence has been unpacking that revelation and coming to a deeper and deeper understanding of who God is and what our relationship is to him. This is not something that stops at any point of our life. Because you can be sure that if there is something that you think you understand about God, that's not God. Because he will always be bigger than whatever understanding that we have. But that's not an easy thing, to be continually open to being shown new things about who God is and about what he desires for us and from us. Which is why when we talked about noticing the stars, the proposal was beauty. Beauty in God's revelation. Because beauty is a little bit less confrontational than God revealing himself in goodness or in truth. Sometimes those expressions of God's revelation can be a little bit more jarring, can be a little bit more challenging for us. But beauty has the ability to captivate us and draw us in to that revelation, which then leads us to goodness and truth. And so allowing beauty to be something that helps you contemplate God's revelation, something as simple as contemplating the beauty of creation, even at minus 40. What is the beauty that God is speaking through his creation? getting out of the temptation that we have sometimes of surrounding ourselves with created things by our own hands, the comfort of our homes, but getting out into God's creation 
and contemplating what he is speaking through what he has made, or contemplating the beauty of the lives of the saints, the ones who have lived that Christian life well, reading about their lives, coming to know the beauty of how God works through human people, or the beauty of Scripture, the way that you hear and listen to the words of Christ, that the beauty of His life is what draws us into the mystery of the Father. But we need to be continually open to God's revelation to us, otherwise we kind of solidify our understanding of God, and then when life throws stuff at us that doesn't fit in that, we don't know what to do with God anymore. God is always bigger than however we try to contain Him. But once we enter into that revelation, conversion is needed, right? The starting of the journey, right? There's a need, there's a call from God to move further or in a different direction, right? We feel this innate call to something more. It's part of being human. We desire to live for something bigger than ourselves. But for many different reasons, when we feel drawn to that, sometimes we hold back. Sometimes we go, oh, no, it can't be that that I'm called to do. That's, that's too much for me. Or we just try to ignore it. Right? But we're called to that conversion. So my question to you is, can you remember the last time you took a significant and concrete step forward in your Christian life? Can you remember the last time you made a firm decision or resolution in something about the practice of your faith, in your devotion to Jesus, that made you take a step forward? Because again, it's always a temptation for us to find, nestle into a place of comfort in our Christian life, and just kind of try to hold that pattern until we get to God in heaven. But the Christian life is about continual conversion. And when we talked about setting out on the journey, I finished that homily with one line that some people ask me after, what did you mean, Father? I just said, think the wise men did not do it alone. Starting something new is not something we're intended to do just by our own conviction and our own will. It's always something that we set out to do with others. It helps keep us accountable. It helps push us past what our perceived limits are. It helps us stay focused on the goal. If you're going to start something new, don't do it alone. And then from that conversion, the understanding of who we are as Christians is pilgrims. That our whole life is a pilgrimage towards God. Because as Christians, we play the long game. We're living for eternity. Not just for today, not just for this lifetime, but we are living for eternity. And that should shape the way that we go about our life and the way that we perceive things in our life. But again, that's not an easy thing to do because things come to us in the moments that demand our attention and can slowly start to rob us of the ability to stay focused on God, who is eternal. So how do we deal with the monotony, the tediousness, the repetition of the Christian life? 
where it just feels like I'm doing the same things over and over again and I'm not getting anywhere. How do I move beyond that? What does your journey look like? Because we can't fall into the trap of just trying to jump from one milestone to the next, right? Christmas is over, now I look forward to Easter. And everything in between is just kind of get in the mass and move on. No, everything between now and Easter is as important as those feasts. The same in our Christian life. It's not just about hitting one milestone to the next, but what do I do every step in between? And the patience that I need to stay focused on each one of those things. And then finally, on that pilgrimage, God wants a real transformation for us. And that only comes through our encounter with Jesus. Transformation in people only comes through the experience of love that comes from others. We don't transform in a real way by ourselves. And so coming to know Christ in your life. I know for myself when I was struggling through that, not that I don't still struggle, but I remember a point where it was really hard for me to talk about Jesus in my life to other people. I would talk about God, I would talk about Christ, but to name him Jesus as I spoke about his place in my life to other people was hard. It felt too intimate. That personal relationship with Jesus felt too hard to express. It was safer to just talk about God, to talk about Jesus Christ, but to talk about Jesus as you would a friend or a family member. Do you have that ability? Can you speak about Jesus in your life? That might be one marker to see where am I at in my relationship with him in my Christian life. Because as we strive to grow in faith, each one of these things becomes important and important to revisit. That revelation of God in our life, how is God trying to manifest himself to you at this point of your life? How is God calling you to conversion in mind or heart at this point of your life? How are you moving on that pilgrimage towards God? What is the nature of your pilgrimage right now at this stage of your life? And then what is your relationship with Jesus in your Christian life? Because just before Advent, kind of made an announcement to the parish, and we said that we were going to focus first and foremost as growing in faith together as a community. Well, that was the goal of all the homilies from the start of Advent until now. How are we looking back and examining where we are at in our life of faith and how we are striving to move towards God in concrete ways? Not as just ideas, but being really intentional about living my faith and growing closer to God. Because the wise men lead us to Christ where today we celebrate the manifestation, the epiphany that our Lord is present among us. And so this year, maybe part of your New Year's resolution, what's your resolution, what's your resolve in your life of faith?